I see a thing that's rated. Heard about a thing that's rated. Person, place, a thing will rank anything from sea to shining sea. That thing is overrated, underrated, overrated, underrated, overrated, underrated, rated fairly. So Pot is on hold. The snacks aren't here, but let's kick it off anyway. Happy New Year. How are you guys? Season two, Bob. Season two. Yeah, what a time. We apologize to you guys uh, for for being on hold. We were just trying to regroup and, um, well, it's been a busy month and we're, uh, we got some new good content coming to you though. Josh, that pog, (laughs) that pog from the uh, Pokemon episode. These have got to go. There's There are things in the studio that need to be taken care of before February rolls around. Do we need to get rid of the mattress? No. The, the, the mattress makes a good holder for the whiteboard and my jacket, so the mattress can stay. What about the uh, the draft board from a couple of years back? It stays. It stays to remind us always of what a... Is that my, was that when my team was called Sulk Hogan? It is. That stays. That is, yep. What about... What Julio about Jones. the uh, what Tim? What about the three pogs that you fidget with incessantly <laughs> during the podcast? Pretty sure I have ADD. <laughs> I need something in my hands fidgeting. Look, I have a drink and a pen in my hand. I've right noticed. Now. I've How about noticed. the mystery card right next to uh, right next to our man over here? Oh, the the uh, turkey Fibber. statue. Josh, I'll it, give you five bucks to guess what game is written on this card from our game episode. Shoots and ladders, risk. Uh, see, but he great, took he took one. a risk. Ah, <laughs> folks. The point is, our studio's a mess, and uh, yeah. it's okay. But we did add a picture of me and my childhood puppy. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you wondering what the theme of the studio is, none. Yeah, there's, it's there's very also, random. There's also next to this photo of Tim as a baby a picture that says Faith, Family, and Football. Hey, hey, don't forget the picture of Brennan and his wonderful family. <laughs> yes, he has a picture of Tim's brother and his family. We, like... have, uh, we have some number six and three-quarter envelopes. Very important to have if you want to send things out. <laughs> yeah. Tim, tell us about this desk. It looks like it has a robust history. So this desk was given to us by Ashley's nana and grandpa. Me and Josh went and picked it up in my truck, and we brought it up here, and here it's at since. Um, Those flowers on the knobs? Yeah, there's. I think there's some flowers. Is that a plant, Josh? Some flowers? What what would you say that is? Those are most definitely flowers. (laughs) They're flowers. That's very good. That's oh, it's it's good. a sewing desk is how it's described. Stop playing Gosh, with those pogs. Those aren't even authentic pogs. <laughs> They're <Heads>. pokey pogs. <laughs> those are polywogs. Yeah, I mean, Anyways. the best edition is definitely the picture of my childhood dog, it, Buffers. It's, it's good. It's good. Come on. You remember the Buffers. He is an adorable dog. She, she was, was. She was a she beautiful was. little she, dog. You could tell in that middle picture. It's a very sassy, beautiful Beautiful pup. <laughs> the one on the right is just sass from Tim. Well, yeah. look at that sly smile. Yeah. I'd, I'd give it about a 67% chance that I'm giving sass in most pictures that I'm in, regardless. Yeah. Speaking of sass, so this, this is a very loosely shot from the hip episode <laughs> that may or may not ever air. Um, oh, it'll I mean, air. We're, we're way past this time in, in, in the year. But anyways, let's just... 
What do you think the most overrated New Year's resolution is? As we come to the conclusion of January, Josh, you seem to be bad. Josh in his Carhartt vest over there is very, very... Go ahead, Josh. That is not Carhartt. I like how the the joke is everything I own is Carhartt. Josh, we know. (laughs) I I have to say, I know it's a low-hanging fruit here, but it's going going back to the gym. Saying, I'm going to go and this is my year to be healthy. And listen, I'm sure a lot of people do. I think that by the end of January... At least eighty percent of those people are not going to the gym. It's do you overrated. think there? Do you think there was a huge drop off with uh, the state of things in gyms now? Or do you, do you think people even bothered with the with the half on the workout at home in some cases? Well, here's the thing, Bob. Uh, I know a couple people that do go to gyms, um, and that makes me an expert. Not on Jimmy's this. store, Tim. Oh well, Jimmy's oh, store. Oh, please don't get be me our started. sponsor. Oh, please, <laughs> you don't even have to sponsor us. Just give us a coupon on one of those delicious, delicious grinders. Not even a coupon. Just give us one of those delicious meatballs. You know, don't please. even give it to us. Just have it ready, and we'll be over soon. <laughs> we, we will pay. <laughs> What a great store. As I was saying, so I know people that go to the gym, and a lot of people are upset with how they're running because a lot of people aren't very, uh, yeah. you know, strict with the masks and whatnot. So, very bad. Yeah. yeah Truly turpid. We're not meant yeah. to run in masks. It's hard. It's at this point, if you got, I feel like just you buy the treadmill, cancel the membership, and get the treadmill well, if, well, you, that's if the you're thing. there to run. You, you can't do it. We did just that. Yeah. Canceled the membership, uh, had a treadmill. It's, yeah. it's like one of those industrial treadmills from the 90s. And, I mean, this thing is sturdy. But it's great. Love doing it. Very casual. Uh, got rid of some of the stuff in the basement that we don't use. And, uh, yeah, can't speak highly enough about it. What yeah. type of stuff were you getting rid of, Josh? <laughs> well, we got rid of a uh, like a stationary bike that uh, was kind of nice. but Huffy we, brand? Not not a Huffy brand. Was <laughs> so, it? That's a Huffy. <laughs> There is no Huffy brand stationary bikes. I'm sorry. Thank God. And then we had one of those gold gym, like home gym type. You know, they had the weight on the back. And you can adjust the seat to do different type of, types of workouts. Some sort of weight machine. Yeah, very much so. Uh, but it was very incomplete, and we never used it. So uh, we got rid of it. You, you sold it? I sold it for like 250 bucks. It was... Great for an un- incomplete gym set <laughs> that was rusting on the bottom. It was hand. Did you tell the seller that, Josh? I was in the picture and everything. Very, very <laughs> forthright about it. Fair enough. The guy, no questions asked. We barely spoke a word. Now gold shouldn't it rust? It it, it shouldn't. No. <laughs> now, Josh, why don't you tell the people how heavy that damn thing was that we had to bring down? Oh your my stairs. gosh! So when uh, <laughs> you when help I- the man sell us. I didn't help him sell it. I got out of there. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want to lift this thing again. No, absolutely so not. It, when I bought my condo, there were a few pieces of furniture that were left behind. One of which, nice, uh, <laughs> was this massive, massive dresser. I guess that's what you'd call it, right? Well, it was, arm, was, was I, it a dresser? Armoire. I don't know the difference. Wait, armoire is the tall one. So this must have been just... A dresser. Yeah, yeah. It was one of these massive, solid wood, uh, multiple different drawers in there, but it was heavy. And oh, it, you're thinking of the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. That that is true. Wardrobe, yes, yes. Anyway, they they shoved it. Did into it this, come with Mister Tumnus? Yeah, he's still hanging out outside of the condo. That's a sale. There's a there's actually like a street lamp, so I think that sometimes. 
Very nice. Uh, now that now you know that. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> so this thing was improbably stuck in a walk-in closet, and I don't know how they got it in there. And at some point, my wife and I we moved it down the hall into the guest room. This, but we still talking about Tumnus? <laughs> yeah, the Tumnus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let me tell you the messed up part about Lion, Witch, and Wardrobe real quick, okay? <laughs> this poor <laughs> this <laughs> story is going down. Oh, let me let me right, finish. finish the let story. Finish. <laughs> this thousand pound piece of furniture had to go down the stairs and out the door because uh, we were selling it, right? We, we got like 200 bucks for it, which was great. But I asked him to help me because I, I couldn't do it and my wife couldn't do it. So, uh, Tim. My point is it was very heavy. <laughs> it, I mean, it Would was you say that? <laughs> carved up my floor a little bit. Too. He was Mr. Timness. <laughs> No, I would not say that. <laughs> Please continue with your tumness. So these kids go into this wardrobe and they Narnia, live, Tim. Narnia. Which leads to Narnia. Okay. And they live their entire lives out in this fantasy world and then they come back as children. How messed up psychologically would you be with that? Well, not much because it's all that. fiction, Tim. The live was all a dream in there. It was all a parable. No, it's not a dream. It's only just a dream. <laughs> no. <laughs> so are you, are you are you saying that the whole book is a dream? Yeah, absolutely. Or oh, perhaps no. the book? No, it's not a dream. The book is a true testament to the imagination of a child. Only a child's imagination can live a full life in a matter of simple hours. All right, Bob. That you does don't nothing ab- for Tumness. <laughs> Listen. Oh, well, no, no. He said nothing about the Tum. Or, um, oh, what is the treat that the... Uh, Oh, the Turkish, Turkish delight. Turkish delight. <laughs> that would be a taste. Of, stay tuned for our upcoming Narnia episode. <laughs> Actually, be pretty good. We taste test Turkish delight and fried tumness. <laughs> oh, <you>, no. <laughs> How oh, dare no, you? No, What a good man he was. <laughs> it, well, okay. Tumness overrated. <laughs> no, tumness rated fairly. Rated fairly. Overrated. He tried to kill Lucy first. Yeah, you, I, you know, I forget that there were evil. There was evil There was in evil in intentions. I mean, given he was, you know, fooled by the the white the witch. The Beaver family, very underrated. Beaver family, fairly rated, I'd say, because everybody loves them. We're all on different pages with Narnia. <laughs> Tim, you're underrated. Uh, you're almost overrated New Year's resolution. Overrated character would be uh, probably <laughs> Peter. He doesn't want to move on. <laughs> no, he, Peter? Yeah. How's he overrated? He's just the typical hero. Like, he always... It, it, they focus on him a little bit too much. I'm more interested in Edmund. You just want to see what he does with the Turkish delight. I want to see what he does because he has, you know, mixed uh, allegiances. He's a morally great character. Yes, I like morally great characters. Well, whereas Peter is always the noble type, you know. Well, he pretty much saves the day. There's a rumor Agreed. that he's a pumpkin eater. Oh no, Peter, Peter. No. <laughs> now we really can't air this episode. Regardless. For real, what is your most overrated New Year's resolution? All right. My most overrated <laughs> New Year's resolution, I, I, I think, would probably be like those those people that say, I want to read more. 
Um, I've been have you heard more. this? I've done it. I read three books this month. It's overrated. Whoa. <laughs> it was really good. Well, good for you. What'd you read? I read uh, Most Dangerous Game. I read Monster. And I read uh, Slam by Nick Hornby. Nice. Very cool. And a lot of short stories, too, including The Black Cat. How utterly terrifying. <laughs> but all I'm Car saying buck. is like, the, <laughs> the buck. these people are just, uh, you know, they want to read more. It never ends up happening, is my point, generally. Yeah. I mean, it might have happened for you, and good for you on that. You Should, just you think it's just kind of superficial. They say it because it sounds good, it sounds right? They like, want to sound good, yeah. like in their social circle, like "Ooh, I read," you know. Yeah, like Josh does to us all the time. Well, Josh is a reader. <laughs> He's I a teach reader. that. <laughs> well, listen, when the man drops a literary reference, there's nothing superficial about it. I do what I can. There's super annoying. <laughs> I always enjoy it. Listen, it's all I got. Uh, fair. I got a little charisma, a lot of literary references. Many fake car <laughs> and <hearts>. thousands, <laughs> Many fake car hearts and thousands in student loan debts. But I can make those references. You can, Josh. I can. And he will. I don't know. I think New Year's is just... A, I, you already did yours. Well, no, no I'm just talking about <laughs> it. I'm talking about it in general right now, right? Yeah. When, when, you, when you look back at those moments... It's great. And for those of you who make it through and really hold yourself accountable, congratulations. Yeah. That's really good. I, I remember last year, my New Year's resolution, I said it with my, my classroom. I told them I was going to drink more water. And I would always go every other week. I'd get another. Uh, you would oh, drink a, a glass every other week. <laughs> severely dehydration. Increasing his, but, his intake by 100%. <laughs> But I get one of those big jugs from Walmart every other week, and uh, I'd fill you it up. You bought a big jug every week? Well, no, every other one week. of the plastic uh, The gallons? Yeah, yeah, the gallons. Josh, it took you two weeks to drink a gallon of water? <laughs> I would fill it up. Josh! I, I didn't want to keep it for more than Josh, two weeks. Josh, that should be about a day or two. If you've been refilling... Especially if you're trying to drink more. I refilled it every day. I told my kids the resolution oh, was you. to okay, refill okay. it every day. And I know why you stopped. I didn't want to keep it for more than two weeks because it kind of gets a little bit uh, funky. You want to know why you stopped? Why is that? Because as one of your best friends, I know that you pee a lot without drinking water. <laughs> yeah, it was mis- Well, I still keep it up, by the way. That was actually one that I kept up. Throughout my Did enti- Josh just bring this up to brag about a New Year's resolution? Be impressed. That he... Succeeded so, in for once. Well, have, hey, you got to give it to him. I have it in my classroom. It's one of those things where I fill it up every morning, and uh, you know I talk with the security guard about it. We about your <laughs> bottle of so, water. So then, he, so Josh checks in every day so that this man knows nothing toxic in here, Mister Ed or whoever this guy is. He says to him, "This is, this is just H two O." Wow. Okay. All right. Here's the thing. We have one of those fancy uh, water fountains that isn't even a fountain. It's one of those water bottle refill stations that counts. We have them too. Love them. How many water bottles you save. So I told this security guard at the beginning of the year, I'm going to save 15000 or not myself personally. Josh, but you would everyone. never save $15,000 on water. No, absolutely 15,000 water bottles. So every time I go over and I fill up this massive jug of water, he asks, how many, how many water bottles are we at today? Wow. And we that, have a rich friendship because of it. What, what an enriching conversation every day. <laughs> How many are we at? Just another gallon. <laughs> what a, what a, that's a nice stop and chat, Josh. <laughs> that is a nice. stop and chat. 
<laughs> Can I ask you something though, Josh? Of course. Do, do you still? Because I'm actually trying to increase my water intake too. In all, in all seriousness, here, do you notice that you pee less as your body gets accustomed to drinking the more water? Because right now, oh yeah, I can't do it. I, I'm I'm pissing every hour on the hour. You like, get used running to it. for it. Because right. here's the thing: after a while, your body's just so used to Ugh. how much water you're taking in, and then so when I slow down, I'm going to be severely dehydrated. Well, I find that like when I know I'm going to have a break at school, right? I, I tend to drink a little bit more during those times. When I know I'm not, I'm, I slow down. Doesn't change the fact that I have to go to the bathroom a lot, but I kind of I pace it out, and then right as I leave, I'll finish whatever's left in the bottle. So fair. It's it's really not that bad. I just don't like drinking straight water. I need like a little bit of lemon well, or lime. Yeah, toss a little in flavor there. in it for sure. Mio is great, but uh, too artificial. And I think I was talking about this last time we were hanging out. The thing with that, and I don't, I don't have a problem with a Mio here and there, but the the artificial sweeteners in waters and, and things, especially to me, the super chemically ones, um, actually don't even taste refreshing. Like hmm. that, uh, that, um that ice water that brand ice yeah i was drinking those for water Mm. for a while you could literally toss those in the freezer and drink them and your mouth tastes hot after it because the chemicals after the initial taste of the cold uh liquid itself the taste seeps in and you want more because the chemicals kind of heat your tongue back up burning your taste buds off Weird. Not even burning, just it's warm, and you're never satisfied. Give mm. me the, give me a little drop of fruit in that water all day long, no problem. And I see what you're saying. The mio does have a good taste initially, but it's gonna just keep bothering you for the rest of the day. I find that with mio, you need to have the right proportion, or else it just kind of tastes like dull water. Well, yeah, and there are some that do a better job. Like I could drink a fruit two o, and it's not perfect, but it's a better than these. The one I found is the worst is like the ice. That one's really rough, and there's a couple others like that where it's like. No, I'm, that's not refreshing at all. I'm talking like a uh, like just squeezing a little bit of lemon juice yeah. or oh, lime juice. But I hate when people like bring their own fucking freaking bottles. So he, we have the <laughs> editing technology. And <laughs> anyway, hey, wait, one of our their, co-hosts does that. They bring their own bottles and they stuff it full of like pineapples, blueberries, yeah. strawberries, just like clanking around as they walk. It's like. What are you it's doing? Just, just have juice. It's yeah. pretentious. It's it, it is, is it is pretentious. It is pretentious. Right? It is. You're walking around saying, "Look at how healthy Dude, I am. Look at all this fruit. Well, yeah. I can eat it." And, and if you're mixing, you could pick one or the other. I don't even mix a lemon and lime in my water. I either want the lemon or the lime. Yeah. I'm not gonna throw. Oh, let's see. Oh, I have a half-eaten plum. Let me toss that in there too. They I, would I just eat the plum. Yeah. I, I just, no reason not to. Sh- yeah. I think it's something with just seeing the shadows of all oh, the yeah. fruits yeah. bobbing around in there that just really pisses yeah. me off. It's 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 a show. I'll throw mine real quick, and then we can go to the next thing. I think that the um, – and this is kind of like – we have a similar theme here, guys. Mine's the diet. You know, I don't like – I have nothing against the people trying to get healthy or, or you know, tweeze things out, but it's one of those short-sighted things where, like, yeah. oh, you know, I'm going to eat this, this, and this, especially some of these fad diets where it's like, oh, I'll do this, this, and this, and then when I'm done, I'm going to weigh this. Well, yeah, but then if you bounce back to your old diet, it was short-term. Right. And I think that's a problem with the reading you were talking about and, and these uh, these yeah. uh, beginning-of-the-year gym ones. Like, a lot of this stuff is like, okay— a resolution could be a really good reset for somebody who maybe is falling out of practice. Mm-hmm. But if you make it like a resolution, like, you know, I'm going to hit it hard day one instead of like, listen, this is, needs to be a lifestyle change for the foreseeable future, not just after January 30th, 
then honestly, that's why so many, I think, resolutions fail. You need to see it as a lifestyle change for a reason rather than just like, it might make me feel kind of cool to read another book or like, hey, I might be going to the gym with my brand new Reebok bag for a year. No, that's not about that. It's about instilling a life change. To piggyback off of that, I think it's like, you got to make an attainable goal. A lot of people yes. are like, Shoot well, stars, I'm going yeah. to have a six-pack by summer. It's like, no, well, no, you're not. No, you're you never not. have. You never <laughs> will. Well, I say to myself in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Wiping away the tears before Yet again. the podcast. <laughs> but, you know, that's what you got to do. That, that's what no, I do it's... when I evaluate my staff. I say an attainable goal yeah. is what they well, need. Well, in short right. steps, too. Yeah. Reach a step, check in on yourself, then make the next goal. And... With the diet one, it's just people feeling bad about their well, that's it. holiday well, ways. Well, and I think that's like, it, too. You, you hear all these things. Well, I'm going to cut out this, cut out that. Start with lowering. And how about you cut it out? Yeah. Start, yeah right? start with lowering. You know, why deprive yourself? Part of enjoying life is uh, is pleasures, and taste is a pleasure. Very much so. Keep one it, of the best. In moderation. I'll Balance. tell you. When I had COVID, and I couldn't taste, and I couldn't smell, I'll tell you. You really look back and say, I just wish I could taste this. Yeah. Or I, and... That was, that was what he said when he sniffed Boston's dog poop. <laughs> Josh, you want to tell the... That's a thousand percent... Well, Tim, tell the viewer... this. Now, this this might be worth releasing if, if Josh... Is, and, and you know what? We must respect Josh for this commitment. So Josh decides that the best way to test if he can really not smell having COVID is to... Did you pick up the dog poop, Josh? I, I, I had Did a poop you lift bag. the turd? You had a poop bag. Okay. Yes. So there was a, a layer of plastic between his hand, but there was no layer between his nose and this. N- none. This Absolutely dog poo. None. And Josh sniffed it all in. Didn't smell a thing. I'll tell you. There, it's, you you got to resonate with me for, for a second. I don't want to resonate. <laughs> when you've gone your entire life and you have smell. It, it, just, yes. It's weird because... Like when you have a stuffy nose, sure you can't smell, but but you physically feel like there's something obstructing the way. Yeah, you know what it's due to. Exactly, but when your nasal passages are clear and you can smell and you can take in air, you can breathe directly through your nose, but you can't smell anything. Mm. It's a bizarre feeling. Yeah, I can see that. And then when you can't taste either, everything's just kind of base, right? You know if something's kind of sweet, but it's never overly sweet. And then Josh started thinking, if I can't smell, what a what about taste? And he took a bite out. Of <laughs> no, his no, turn. no, no, Josh, t- let set him straight. <laughs> that that did not happen. But all right. But I will say that you know it was one of those things where my wife and I we were we both had it at the same time, and we were looking at each other and like. Okay, come on. Here we go. And I I just did one of those things where I, I caught eyes with her. I was like, oh, I'm going to smell it. You sniffed this in front of your wife? And I I, I took a <laughs> whiff. This adds a whole other element to this story. And she's like, that's gross. I was like, I wouldn't know. Can't smell it. Well, you would know. I mean, you know that. I mean, part of my friend, shit stinks. Yeah. And I would have been yeah. thrilled. I, I'm, I'm not <laughs> he would have loved it. I would have loved it if I could, because that would have meant that I was getting better. The phrasing, Josh, the phrasing. I wasn't getting better at the time, so I couldn't smell it. But you try eating when you can't taste shit. I mean... You said you you did not taste it, Josh. What is it here? 
<laughs> Folks, I think we better save Josh here and move we on digress. to our, our <laughs> next <laughs> unplanned <laughs> segment that I planned in my head three minutes ago, which is the non-food taste test. Uh, we're going to nix that. The non-food <laughs> tonsil tickler. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Folks, we're actually... let us know what you think about tonsil tickler. <laughs> I'm very much not on board. <laughs> Tim and I love it. I'm overwhelmed with the support already. <laughs> and... Uh, we're not actually going to taste anything in this because there's nothing here to taste, but <laughs> bear with me here. I'm listening, This has nothing Bob. to do with New Year's. <laughs> Unless you watched the movie Hook on New Year's. There's a scene in the movie Hook. <laughs> okay, I didn't where... watch it on New Year's specifically. I've seen the flick. Okay, though. well, that's good. You're going to need to it for this. There's a scene in Hook where they have this massive food fight and a great meal mm-hmm. using only imagination. And using this imagination... They bring food to fruition. They actually bring food to life through imagination. If you could imagine foods into existence, <laughs> give me three foods you would imagine into existence for an epic food fight. For an epic for a food, food fight. fight. Yeah. What would you imagine into life for an epic food fight? Wow. Thus inspired by the film Hook. That's a really good question. Um, you know, I, I can start off with this. Josh loves it. He truly loves the tonsil tickler. He does. <laughs> it's his favorite segment. So bad. <laughs> so so one of the things that comes to mind is uh, one of those chocolate lava cakes. <laughs> yes, okay, yes, yes. Keep in mind, you're up against the Lost Boys, Josh. They don't play fair here. Well, and that's part of it, right? So if I have a chocolate lava cake... On the inside is some molten hot chocolate. Okay. Josh, Josh, Josh. I don't think you're going to get the velocity. My- but the, the cake, Josh, <laughs> itself is very spongy. It's going to break as you throw it. Yeah, that's my you point. You know, I actually think that... You would end up saucing yourself. I might. You I might. might. You might spill your car heart. But <laughs> <laughs> That's the last thing you need. <laughs> if I'm close combat with somebody and I just kind of smash it in their face, I, I think that would be a pretty good food fight item. I it's have ma- never seen that move in a food fight where someone, someone just goes, Josh, you're thinking, of a, you're thinking of a wedding. <laughs> it would, but you have to admit, if you were close combat and someone smushed it's a lava not cake, close combat, Josh. So your plan is to take this cake and smudge it in someone's Josh, face. Josh, you can have any three foods that you can imagine. You the tell me what's better. A piece of sponge cake. You tell me what's better. No, it's sponge cake filled with molten chocolate. It gets everywhere. It's got the mess, <sighs> and if you can manage to huck it, I think it's pretty good. <laughs> go, okay, okay. Go right. ahead. You tell All right. me. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I'm going to go with a nice, um, a huge bowl of taco meat because you can reach in. That thing's going to splatter a little bit, so you get a little bit of debris everywhere. Greasy. Uh, going to stain, so you're going to know who you, you can't. Pe- you can't get grease out of clothes. You can't. Yeah. So you're gonna. Well, you can imagine it out if you're in Neverland, but that's beyond the point. You can. You're gonna hit him with it. <laughs> it's a whole nother argument, Bob. Plenty to go around here. You can even roll it up into a perhaps meatball and throw it. And I'm gonna imagine an endless bowl of it. So for my small ammunition, some nice taco meat, and it gets that stank in it. So it's like, oh god, there it is. So when it hits them, they're gonna be a little bit offended. I'm going with the taco meat. All right, I'll I'll take the next one. Because it's my turn. <laughs> um, it is. 
I'm gonna go with a nice big bowl of meatballs. Already, you know, well, not a bad. Already rolled. Know, already rolled. They're perfect for for chucking as far as you can. Yeah, greasy as well. Yeah, you know, if you get the right better kind. than taco meat. Um, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna sting. It's gonna sting when you get hit by the meatball. I like the meatball, Josh. What's your second one? You're gonna imagine after your cake's all gone because a close range person got it smushed in their face. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I still stand by it. How about this one? The missing object from our uh, podcast tonight, a little bit of tomato soup. What? Are you going to mash it in someone's face? <laughs> well, you do no. the soup, Josh. You take a bowl of tomato soup and you huck it across somebody. It has the He's same... all for the short range. <laughs> it doesn't have to be short. Well, I mean, okay, you so you're going to realistically for a bowl me. at someone? <laughs> We're not trying to kill him, Josh. The food fight. <laughs> you can... Josh, what's your Next. third? Josh, what's your third thing? A Tommy gun? No, no, Josh. This is an actual violence. <sighs> All right. No, well, I'm gonna actually have Josh's back here. Tomato soup's not bad. I'm just saying the stain factor on a tomato soup is pretty good. All right, the stain it's factor. It's downright insulting, actually. That yeah. that's hard to get out. And if you found a proper way to huck said soup, it would be fine. All right. I'm gonna imagine my. Actually, after I just. Sorry, I apologize, Josh, because mine's not much different. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna get two gigantic um, plastic holders, one of ketchup and one of mustard, and I'm just gonna start splattering. That's actually pretty good. You see, where yours was right and mine wasn't quite there was you had the receptacle yep. to launch it, and yeah. that's consistent that makes, too. You exactly. gotta say. That Josh's, makes a big difference. Josh's aim in general, very suspect. Well, you wouldn't want to be me in a food fight. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Hell, I wouldn't want to be me in a food fight. I don't know if I'd want to be in a food fight, period. But I'd like to imagine one. Now, I'm going to go with a better version of Josh's sponge cake here. <laughs> are, you nib- are you nibbling on it? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I'm going to go with a good old-fashioned jelly donut. You've got the powder okay, on the outside. You got the powder on the outside. It's going to get all over. If you hit them just right, it'll explode no, the it jelly won't. on them. Well, they're going to be super filled. Tim. <laughs> Tim, the what, velocity. What, do you realize when you get a jelly donut how much effort it takes for you to get to the jelly center? You think that you're just going to whip a full-size jelly donut somebody yep. and it's going to perfectly explode. Now, if you said Podgy, I'd believe it. Now listen. I was the first quarterback ever at Lewis Not Mills High School. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> I have deadly aim. I have great velocity glory on my throws. <laughs> well, they passed him by glory days. How dare you? <laughs> that was Josh. That's it. Food fight right now. <laughs> All right. Um, we don't have any. <laughs> we don't. That's why we're doing this segment, you silly ass. <laughs> To be fair. (laughs) Josh, what's your third uh, item you're going to imagine into fruition? I'm going to go with the good old-fashioned raw egg uh, within the the eggshell itself. Josh, that is an excellent pick. Well, I'm just saying, you know, you huck it. Not only does it, uh, you know, hurt, but (laughs) if you walk away from a food fight and you're covered in egg yolk, Mm -hmm. sometimes it doesn't dry all the way, so it's kind of like still, still hanging around. Yeah. Hanging around Tim's house on the podcast. <laughs> Bob, what do you got? You know, I'm kind of I'm having a little trepidation about this next pick. Um, the 
the uh, part of me wants to say like a pudding, but here's the thing: I already got the uh, the disaster with the condiments and the taco meat. Mm -hmm. There's just maybe this is the Joe Dirt fan in me. But there's just something real funny about chucking a hot dog at somebody, like <laughs> just hitting somebody with a cooked weenie. Like Dang. you're in a food fight, everybody's dirty, and then you're just getting like these rubbery hot dogs chunked <laughs> at you. Like it's just aggravating enough where it'd be entertaining. I'm gonna go with a with a with a nice uh, thing of a hot dog. Very much agree. It was hot dog day in the cafeteria today, and now that I'm thinking about that yeah. in a food fight, it would have been hilarious, dude. Plus, <laughs> as I'm chucking them, if they're boiled or cooked right, uh, maybe a little snack, right? Who doesn't like a good hot dog? And I could just picture you like in the background, ha, weenie hit. Yeah, <laughs> weenie hit him with the ween. <laughs> hit him good. Hit him hard. Hit him good. Side Damn, note. What do you, you use? <laughs> Go ahead, Josh. Oh, no, 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 no. Let's no, hear the no. side note, Josh. <laughs> I did an activity this week with my kids, <laughs> and it was the first time in my professional career a kid called me a weenie. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, Josh. The kid has no respect for you. No, but it was damn funny. What's this young man's uh, report card going to look like? Ah, he's too smart. He it's just better. a picture of a wiener is what it's going to be. <laughs> Tim, what are you finishing off the, 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 the fight with? What are you going to hit Josh with after he hits you with a sponge cake? I'm going to get a nice plate of barbecued chicken wings. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. Not only do they hurt, but that sauce will be sticky. Call Ashley. Tell her not to get the soup and pick up wings. <laughs> We're going to do another wings cast? That oh. was good. That was nice. That was a nice cast. We need a purely wings cast, though. Well, that was a purely wings cast, wasn't it? But like it? wings in every segment. Oh, oh, that was a football we, cast. We I actually, I like wings so much. And I know you guys do, too, that we could actually do a full wing cast. Mm. You know me. You can tell by the way I use my walk. I'm a chicken man. Bagok, bagok. All right. And the next segment. <laughs> <laughs> well, in keeping with a truly unplanned. Let's draft the things we would kill Josh with. <laughs> I'm still sticking with hot dogs. <laughs> Very insulting. <laughs> what a way to go. I'm sticking with the meatballs. <laughs> so here, here's a little one for you. Um, that I also made up as we started recording this podcast. Okay. One thing that happens in January, because I guess that's what we're going to just make the theme. It's freezing outside. I hate that. But so one cold. of the things I love about January is my favorite wrestling pay-per-view is in January, and that is the Royal Rumble. Oh, one now, of my favorites. <laughs> a, a, the best uh, pay-per-view wrestling event there is. And even if you're not a wrestling fan, if you ever played the games as a kid, you always played the Royal Rumble match. 30 wrestlers... Come yep. in all at different entrances, and you want to be the last person in the ring. You eliminate your opponent by throwing them over the top rope, and uh, there could be a, any given number of wrestlers in the ring at one time. You're only eliminated when you're thrown over the rope. So my question for you guys in this last uh, loosely thrown together segment, if you were in the Royal Rumble, eh, I guess at any given entrant, what would be your strategy? How would you last? <clears throat> I've been rewatching. Uh, Liz and I have been rewatching a lot of old ones in anticipation of the next uh, Rumble coming up next weekend. Or sorry, this weekend actually. And uh, it's been getting me to think a lot. Like, what would your strategy be to win the Rumble? Okay, I feel like my strategy would be pure avoidance. You gotta kind of like shift around, make it look like you're involved. Like, throw a few jabs. And then when like the guy looks, he'd be like, "What? What?" You know, like that's gonna help you when it's you left with the Big Show. No, it's not going to help me any, but I mean, 
at least I'll last till the end. And there, I might get lucky, you know? How would you get lucky against the big show? He comes running at me. Well, oh, okay. trudging, at, trudging at me, and I could, like, do an unexpected move. I feel like I have at least enough skill to do some kind of move to, <laughs> like, right. trip him or something. You're kind of banking on the big show's lack of speed. Exactly. I feel like I could be faster than big show. I mean, the man yeah. is sweaty when he gets in the wing, the, the ring. That's true. He's gets got, in the wing. Gets in the wing. Still got the, wing. the wings. I'm Still's sorry. Still got wings on the mind. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't help Josh's provocative gestures across the table. He's flapping at us, folks. He's flapping yeehaw. it out. <laughs> Why would a chicken say yeehaw? Josh, that's a cowboy. All right, Josh, what's your strategy? And please tell me it does not involve wing flapping. Well, now it's not going to. Um, I, I would say that my strategy would be I would want to pick on somebody who is at least my own <laughs> level, if not lower. And if it's actually catering to myself, it would be someone, the next person up on the ladder. Someone who I know that I could handle and show that I am in a committed battle with, right? But knowing that if I had gone up against anyone else, I'd be out of the ring. So it would look like a good fight from afar, but I could milk it. For a very long time, while all my other opponents were out. At that point, I would stand reason to take care of this person because I've the worn, big them, show. worn them down. And then hopefully I'd be within <laughs> spitting distance of just surviving towards the end. Now, Josh, what wrestler do you consider at your level that you would be targeting? <laughs> There's not many. <laughs> Josh, let's hear it. There there might be none. Hornswoggle. <laughs> Gold dust? <laughs> it's gold dust. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I'm just saying. Outside, he loves I dust. love the avoidance strategy, but I just need somebody I can tangle with for like 15 minutes. And like, and just and Josh, make it mad. takes two to tangle. It, it, it does. <laughs> Bob, what do you think? Well, here's what I would do. Let me know what you think. Whoa. We I <laughs> would think this out long before. I'm a big fan of the heels, the villains. Yes. I would you be are. a heel. I would <laughs> shock. I would come down to the ring with a manager. Oh. Okay. And I would utilize the referee distraction as much as I could. <laughs> I and I would use that to my I don't know how I would use it to my advantage in eliminating people, but I would have my manager know we need to win this at any cost. I would also hide in my tights and in my boots um, various things like William Regal used to use the brass knuckles. I would hide things that when the ref was distracted would give me the upper hand on someone like the big show. I'm just having trouble picturing you in tights. Well, <laughs> it's not something you want to see. No, it's something I never no. want to see. <laughs> well, I guess that ends, that cancels the next segment I had planned. What but. if they were Carhartt tights? <laughs> Josh, do they exist? <laughs> they do not. As oh. the resident Carhartt expert would say. <laughs> oh, well. why, why don't the good guys ever catch on to the manager thing? Like, why can't oh. there be a good guy with a good manager, you know? Well, that's that's just the thing, you know? They over they overutilize the manager distraction where it's like they always see him outside, the good guy does, and they go and, like, shrug, like, what do you do? Like, Ignore them. Ignore them. Yeah. Let the ref do his job. If they reach in, they're disqualified. Let it happen. 
What, what's his name? Paul Heyman or whatever. He's you like love Paul Heyman, do you, Tim? <laughs> I'm a big fan of Paul Heyman. I'm sure you are. <laughs> I, I have to admit, I have to. <laughs> Who's not? He's a, he's a legend in wrestling. The man is so good at taunting. <laughs> Dude, he is. He actually is the best heel there is. He he went around with, uh, with what's Brock, Brock Lesnar. Yeah. He's with uh, Roman Reigns right now, actually. He's made him into a really good heel. Why did Roman Reigns turn into a heel? He needed to. He needed to. Fans hated him as a as a baby face. They've wanted him as heel for years, and he's doing some of the best work of his career right now as a heel. All right, all right, interesting. Yeah, it's mm. been a good year for him. What about King Corbin? <laughs> <laughs> That's oh man, that draws the fine line between like, do you do people hate his character, or do people at this point actually just hate him as a person? <laughs> like, and I I fear that they actually hate him. Like they <laughs> they need to like make him a little less hateable. I think. Yeah, he's he's pretty rough. Yeah, in the king gimmick, like it just it reminds me of like JBL back when he'd wear the cowboy hat. Like, oh, there's something about like the cowardly heel him. where you just it's ah, you know it's just an act and a character, but you actually want to get in the ring with him. Yeah, that's well, I'm, maybe that's a good thing though. Well, that's it. I, who, who am I to say? King Corbin, he's got he, people hate him, so he's doing something right, but it might just be. Too legitimate of hate. All right. Do you know what I mean? I do. Trash <laughs> is thinking of something. No, I think he's looking, looking at your picture. No, no, no. He's looking, like, I do know hate. I'm looking oh, at the picture God. of Jim Bob Cooter thinking, wow, that was a long time ago. Yeah, folks, that we have a picture warped. from when this used to be a uh, fantasy football podcast. There's a lot of old uh, uh, football photos up here. There are at least three to four pictures on this wall that taunt me. Is it the one of Bobby Boucher looking at you, <laughs> it's, squinting in disappointment? It's it's Bobby Boucher, Anthony Miller. No, no, I'm sorry. Taylor Gabriel after uh-huh. Pat ruined my week. Dude, what I'll, about that picture of the big show knockout punching Chris Jericho? See, I Pretty think, solid. That's I think a great what one. we should do is put more on the wall. And, and, and some on this Josh, wall we're not putting the pogs on the wall. <laughs> now, Josh, this is your wall of shame. That's my wall of shame. Notice there's nothing on mine. <laughs> no, I'm forced so to, shame. I'm <laughs> forced to look at Tim with his dog as a child. So And Brennan eyeing you. Just remember. <laughs> Brennan is getting pretty provocative over there with that headband on. I think it's a bandana. Oh, yes, yes. It's a good headband. It's a bandana. How about a head bandana? <laughs> I think it's a, um, I don't know. Is it the A shirt that scares you? You don't like the a man showing his chest? I just think it's the way <laughs> he's looking and smiling like that. He's very chesty in that photo for sure. He is. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, <laughs> that digressed quickly. Um, <laughs> well, you guys have yourselves a great time and a happy new year. You're great zombies. <laughs> You're a really great zombie. <laughs> Josh, any last words? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, then that concludes another episode of Overrated, Underrated, or Rated Fairly. Watch out for those sponge cakes, folks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys later. Overrated, underrated, or rated fairly. Oh, so.